Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park Welcome to Astros Baseball, a podcast by a fan. For the fans of the Houston Astros, here is your host, Rob Fontenot. Hey guys, thanks for tuning in to this episode of Astros Baseball. I haven't done an episode of the podcast in probably over a week. If you know me personally, you know why. I haven't been doing it. If you follow me on social media, you also know why. But I feel like I'm ready. I feel like I'm ready to come back. And another thing I want to mention is I did a show after every game of the ALCS. So I want to thank all of you for listening to those episodes. The last two weeks of October were the the highest number of listens for a two-week period in the history of this podcast. So all of you that tuned into those shows, you were a part of uh, helping me break the record. And so thank you for tuning into those shows, and thank you for coming back to Astros Baseball after my one-week-or-so hiatus. So I do appreciate you uh, returning and listening today. So the first thing I want to talk about, the other day I was watching the the writers, the BBW, Baseball Writers Association of America Awards, and I was totally shocked that Christian Javier is a finalist for Rookie of the Year. I thought that was amazing. I didn't know that the sports writers thought that highly of him, but I think it's really, really cool. I don't think he's going to win it, but I think it's amazing that he at least got honored by being a finalist. Uh, he was very important. You know, he he held down uh, the five spot. I believe he was the fifth pitcher in the rotation. He held his own. Uh, he did great, and he was very, very good coming out of the bullpen in the playoffs, the Astros would not have gotten as far as they did without uh, Christian Javier. Uh, some more news, Brooks Raley, I guess the Astros weren't aware that they had a $2 million option on him, but they did and they took it, so Brooks Raley will be back. And if he pitched as well as he did last year, $2 million is quite a bargain. So another question the Astros had was who to offer uh, the qualifying offer. 
You had Brantley, Springer, Reddick, and Peacock hitting free agency. And Reddick and Peacock weren't going to get it. So the question was Springer or Brantley or both. So you know George Springer was going to get the qualifying offer. He's going to make at least $20 million, probably more per season, and he's going to get a five or maybe a six-year contract. Who knows what someone's going to offer him. So he's definitely not going to take a one-year deal at $18.9 million. So the reason they offered it to Springer is not to keep him. They offered it to him to get a draft pick out of him. Uh, Michael Brantley hit free agency. I thought maybe they would offer it to him. I thought it would be good to get him for another season. I thought possibly he was worth $18.9 million, but apparently the Astros, they do not agree with that, and they didn't offer it to him. And it's not that they didn't offer it to him because they didn't want him. It's that they didn't offer it to him because they don't want to pay him $18.9 million. Now, the Astros do not have a history of signing players once they let them reach free agency. So I wouldn't expect to see Springer, Brantley, Reddick, or Peacock coming back to Houston. But we do have James Click. We have a new general manager, so who knows? Who knows what's going to happen? So Sunday, last Sunday at 4, all four of these guys were eligible to sign with other teams. And Springer had, I believe, 10 days to answer whether he was going to take the qualifying offer or not. And as far as I know, and I apologize for not knowing this, because I don't see anything about it, that he hasn't responded yet. He hasn't turned it down or accepted it yet. But I'm assuming, and I'm a, if I was a betting man, I would bet you that he will not accept it. So some more news. Forrest Whitley, the Astros' number one prospect, he will need to be added to the 40-man roster to avoid the Rule 5 draft. The Rule 5 draft is made so that teams cannot stockpile uh, minor leaguers forever. You have to be added to the roster after a certain amount of years, or, or you have to be put on the Rule 5 draft. And if he is left available, someone will take him. But the thing about it is we have 12 rookie pitchers. We had p- people that never even pitched over a ball that contributed this year and did well, and he wasn't one of them. He made it to AAA. I think he ended up in AA last season, or not last season, but this in 2019. And the guy's just not ready. He has all that potential. He should have been. He should have been ready. Uh, he should have been pitching for the Astros already, but he's not. They kept him. They didn't trade him. You know, everybody wanted him as piece of the trade. And now looking back, it would have been a good deal. But who knows? If he gets put on that 40-man, he's going to see some action for the Astros in in the majors this year. They're not just going to let him go. They're either going to add him to the 40-man or maybe trade him. But they got to do something. They're not not just going to leave him hanging out there. They're not going to 
turn down all these trade offers and then just let them walk. They're not going to do it. Speaking of letting someone walk, the Astros put Roberto Osuna on waivers and he cleared them and now he's a free agent. He was set to make about $10 million in his last year of arbitration, but he had... I guess it's a rumor. I don't know if it's 100% sure, but he's supposed to have Tommy John and be out for the season. So there's no reason for the Astros to sign him for one more year when he'd be a free agent next year anyway. So Osuna is gone. Uh, The next thing, the Chicago White Sox was rumored that they were going to hire A.J. Hinch, but they hired Tony La Russa, and the guy's like 80. I don't know how old he is. I think he's 70. He's pretty old, 74, 78. Uh, but they hired him. And the the fan base, from what I can see, is that they're not too happy about it. I don't even know if the players are happy about it. I think they wanted A.J. Hinch. It was rumored A.J. Hinch was going to go to Chicago. But I was talking to you about the award show, the Writers' Award Show, where Javier was the Rookie of the Year candidate. And the manager for the White Sox is up for Manager of the Year. He's one of the three finalists in the American League for Manager of the Year, and he got fired. I don't follow other teams, so I don't know how this is possible. How do you have someone that did such a good job that he was put up for a a Manager of the Year award? I have no idea. But Tony La Russa is the new manager of the White Sox. And the Tigers hired A.J. Hinch. His suspension was over. I think three hours later or something like that, he flew to Detroit. He interviewed with him, and they hired him. He like It seemed like immediately after his suspension was over, the Tigers hired him as the new manager. I don't know what the expectations are. I don't think they have a good team, so it's not like he's going to turn them into juggernauts in one season. Uh, He's going to have to rebuild. I don't know what's going on with Detroit. They got half the fan base that are happy. Half of them are upset. And I know the Astro fans are telling these guys, like, you're lucky. We love AJ. You, You have a great guy here. And I'm not on that side. Yes, he's probably a great manager. Yes, he gets along with players and analytics and all that, but I'm just not a big fan. I was a big fan until the scandal, but I'm not now. But, you know, he grew up around the same place I did, the next town over, the rival city of of my high school, and I think he's like two years older than me, so, you know, I got a space in my heart for him a little bit because he's, you know, a hometown boy. But I don't know. I mean, I didn't want him. I know a lot of you did. But overall, he's probably a, you know, not probably, but he's a good manager. We know he's a good manager. And the Tigers wanted him. And they took him. So former Astro Charlie Morton, the Rays had a $15 million option on him, and they didn't pick it up. The Rays are letting Charlie Morton walk. And to me, he's the reason they were in the World Series. He pitched a game seven against us. I want him back. I hope the Astros sign him for $15 million. That'll be awesome. He'll really fill in the Justin Verlander spot for a year. Uh, he was part of the scandal, so 
maybe he'll come back. He, I mean, he's very well loved here. We all know that. But maybe there can be a reunion. But I know he wants to live in Florida. Maybe the Rays are the only team he wanted to play for. Maybe he could go to the Marlins. Who knows? Uh, but they didn't pick it up. Maybe there, I mean, there's a lot of cuts, and I'm going to tell you a little bit about that in a second. So Kansas City took Carlos Sanabria. I don't know if you remember him. He pitched a couple of times for the Astros. He was on waivers, uh, and they picked him up. You go to some other guys the Astros put on waivers. Uh, you got Devo, who used to be really good. Remember this. Devo was so good, he had his own bobblehead. Remember he had the Game of Thrones bobblehead where he was either sitting on the throne or a dragon. But that's how good he was. And now he's not good at all. So they didn't sign him. They're not keeping him. He's gone. Dustin Garneau is gone. And Dustin Garneau, I'm not going to say anything bad about him because he was nice enough to, to go on Sunday Strohs. But here's my opinion, and I, I think I said it sometime this past season. He's not much of an upgrade, if all, to Garrett Stubbs. We have Machete, who's going to catch a, a high percentage of the games anyway. So you might as well just use Garrett Stubbs. I mean, Garno's not that much of an upgrade, like I said, and he's going to be gone. DeYoung, who came in and did some good stuff for us, he's going to be gone. And, of course, Osuna. So there's four guys from this year's team that are going to be gone. And a story I just read today that the Astros are making some cuts they're making some cuts in the front office, and that's what I'm saying. Like people are gonna, it's it's not good if you're a free agent. I think it's not gonna hurt Springer, but free agency is gonna be tough. It's gonna. I don't know how much people are gonna spend. Maybe that's what they're doing. They're, the Astros are making cuts, you know, in the front office, and I'm sure other teams are. So who knows what's gonna happen there, and that may have something to do. You know, with the Rays not picking them up. Maybe the Rays, you know, they, they're not selling tickets. We don't know if there's going to be people in the stands uh, next year. In 2021, there was people in the stands in uh, Arlington for the NLCS and the World Series. So maybe it'll be a state-by-state -state thing. And I know Texas is one of them that allow fans. So who knows? Uh, but anyway, so we have... Three players eligible for arbitration. It's Diaz, Correa, and McCullers. I wouldn't expect Diaz and McCullers to get too big of a raise. Uh, but Carlos Correa probably makes about $10 million, And I would assume that he's going to get about $20 million. If you go back to Springer, uh, he was make. I think he signed a two-year deal in his first two years of arbitration for $24 million. So I think he made 12 and 12 And then last year, I really believe he made 20 or 21 So expect Carlos Correa to be up in the 20s. And I think Carlos Correa may have something to do with the Astros not signing Springer. There was always the decision, like, who do you sign? You, do you sign Springer or do you sign Correa? So if Springer walks, and they want Correa, I would expect, and it could be right after his arbitration hearing, but I, I mean, not saying he would go to a, to a hearing, but I'm talking about his arbitration. But you could see 
if Springer walks, and I think he's gone, I think you could see Carlos Correa getting an extension. I think they'll sign Carlos Correa this offseason, and if they don't, they'll either do it during the season. I know that's quite obvious, but I don't know. I think if he gets to the beginning of the season without a deal, we may have seen the end of the Carlos Correa era here in uh, Houston as well. So look for Correa to get an extension sometime during spring training or, you know, somewhere around February or March. So the Astros have four guys that I see here, minor leaguers that have become free agents. Jamie Ritchie's a catcher. Uh, Dean Dietz, who pitched some for the Astros. I was going to say a couple of games, but I'm not, I'm not exactly sure how many. Uh, Brendan McCurry. The name is very familiar. I think he he pitched very well in spring training. I don't know why he never got a chance to get called up. And Nick Tanalu. Nick Tanalu is a very talented player, someone that I really like, and I believe somebody will pick him up. I don't know if he's major league ready. He might be for a team, you know, like the Rays, or not that the Rays are bad, but the Rays might be trying to save money. Uh, maybe someone like the Pirates. Somebody bad may get him. Somebody that doesn't have a strong farm system. But I always wanted to see him come up, but. You know, you had Bregman, Altuve, Correa, and then Toro got called up before him. He was just totally blocked, and I expected him to get picked up in the Rule 5 draft last year, but he didn't. Uh, so, no Springer, no Brantley, no Reddick, Peacock, Osuna, Garneau, or Devo. Will the Astros make an attempt to get Springer, Brantley, or even Reddick? I think Reddick will be a cheap option. So don't count Reddick out, but do count him out. I, I think they're all going to be gone. You got Marcelo Zuna and Jackie Bradley Jr. as the the names that are, you know, someone that could be coming here to be with uh, Kyle Tucker, the only guy we're going to have left in the outfield. You could have Jake Marisnik and Marwin Gonzalez. They could come back. I don't think they're very expensive. Uh, like like I said about Charlie Morton, they were part of 17, so they could come to the team and take their abuse with the rest of us. But who knows? I, I, I've said it before. I, I said this about Brantley. Like, Brantley wasn't here in 2017. And if I was Michael Brantley, knowing that if there are fans next year that the Astros are going to take some abuse... If I wasn't part of that, why would I want to sign on with the team to get abused and to be called a cheater when I had nothing to do with it? So I don't know how much that will affect the Astros' free agency. I'm very, very curious to see if anyone can even sign here. I know money talks, you know, so we'll see. Marcelo Suna, Jackie Bradley, two names that keep popping up. Uh, there's some good relief pitchers out there. That's what the Astros need. Uh, so any money spent will be on outfielders. They need two outfielders and one or two relief pitchers. So look for the Astros to sign three or four guys. I think the 40-man roster sitting at about 36. I don't. I mean, I don't know who else they need, but maybe 
just those guys. So we'll see. It should be a fun uh, offseason. Like I said, there's money crunches everywhere. Uh, very curious to see where Springer goes. Uh, hate to see him in another uniform, but stuff happens, you know. And uh, anyway, that's it. That's all I have for this episode of Astros Baseball. I appreciate you tuning in, and we'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to this episode of Astros Baseball. Make sure to subscribe so that way you will be alerted when there is a new episode. Follow Rob on Twitter at Rob Fontenot. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done.